0: Hello and welcome to the Tiffany and Tarot podcast. My name is Tiffany Cooney and I'm your host for this exciting podcast where we discuss all things mystical and divine. So enjoy, listen in and learn as we explore the wonderful world of cardamancy, divination and the metaphysical with guests, friends and you. Today's episode is how to choose your first tarot deck and is the subject a lot of tarot readers and teachers get very passionate about. After all, your first tarot deck is very special and throughout your tarot practice will become over time that faithful, reliable friend you will always go back to again and again. So this decision can be a fairly big deal when it comes to your individual sacred tarot practice. When I first started out, I didn't have any clue about any of this and while my first deck was beautiful, it was way too advanced for me at the time, so I didn't end up ever using it. I bought my very first tarot deck right after I visited my very first tarot reader for a reading. I knew absolutely nothing about tarot at the time, but after the first reading I received, I became obsessed with everything tarot and cardamancy related. Before this chapter of my life, I'd studied magic, crystals and palmistry and other subjects, but never tarot. In all honest truth, it actually really scared me. But after that first reading tarot became an absolute obsession for me and it still is. I knew nothing of tarot and then went and bought my very first tarot deck. I guess that is a common tarot rookie mistake but I learned it the hard way. Please please don't do what I did. I'm here today so that you don't have to go through all of that and save yourself some frustration and anguish and money in the process. When I was in my teens, information and books on this stuff were rare as unicorns, expensive as, and super hard to find. You had to be in the know to even know where to find them. There were no online books or courses, no podcasts, and no blogs or internet tribe communities to seek out answers. If you wanted the knowledge, you had to go figure out where these people that knew these mysterious arts were and find them yourself. I would travel all over Melbourne to elusive and hidden metaphysical bookshops and believe me they were harder than Hogwarts to find. Nowadays many of those places don't exist anymore, which is really sad, but still you needn't fret because these days it's all at your fingertips, plus there are awesome individuals that love sharing this precious knowledge to you on platforms just like this. So how to choose your first tarot deck, let's begin. My number one rule is that you have to love your new deck. Seems pretty straightforward, huh? Well, yes, until you start browsing the myriad of decks available, as there are literally hundreds, if not thousands of them in print, or available through Amazon bookshops and the like. Your first deck has to speak to you, so it's no good having a deck that doesn't have that magical, otherworldly vibe to it. Intuitively, this is really important because your new deck has to transport you into its imagery and alter your brainwaves to an almost dreamlike state so that your readings are potent and meaningful. You are more receptive to psychic flashes this way too. For example, I don't like uber simplistic decks or historical decks because they just don't put me in the right headspace and I don't get the esoteric or mystical feeling that sets me in the right mood to be able to read for myself or for my clients. However, you might really adore these decks, and if so, great. It comes down to what speaks to you personally, and the great thing is is that we are all different. Some decks are darker and gothic, some are cute. Some are comical, but they all have their place, so I would recommend you do a bit of research to begin with. Here's a tip to find a great vast wealth of tarot information, head to eclectictarot.com which is spelled A-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C tarot.com. And ideas for decks you might like will be found here. Spend some time browsing there for some inspiration and wonderful deck reviews. This will help you a lot. I should say that newly developed decks appear here too So it's a great resource to check out regularly as well. Right, my number two is a bit of a controversial rule, but I'm going to stand by it. A majority of tarot experts and teachers stress heavily that you should always, always start your tarot journey with the Rider Waite Smith deck. or one of its variants. And when I began my tarot studies in earnest, this is the deck I began with. Yes, I know it contradicts with my first rule, but please let me explain. The Rider-Waite-Smith deck is the benchmark tarot deck of the modern day and was developed and created by members of the Golden Dawn, Arthur Edward Waite and Pamela Coleman-Smith in 1909. Its popularity would unfold many years later and it has set the standard within the tarot world for many other authors, artists and creatives to flavour and add their own mark to. This is important because about 90% of the tarot decks published today are based on the format of this very deck. So if one was to start here with their original deck, the student would be very experienced with the imagery, symbolism and meanings found in many of the other tarot decks on the market and would be able to easily make the connections between them and apply this to their tarot practice more fluidly. The problem with the deck is that a lot of people initially aren't attracted to it as due to technology there are many more prettier and fancier decks available. As a beginner I actually had this issue myself. The call of these more modern decks was very strong and it was hard to see the appeal of the Riderweight Smith deck over so many others at that time as a young woman, but I did buy the deck at any rate. I didn't dislike the Riderweight Smith but I preferred the imagery in others more. Fast forward to today, I actually often read professionally with the Rider Waite Smith tarot, which I find amusing in itself, even though I personally own over about 60 to 65 tarot decks. And that even doesn't include my Oracle or Lenormand collections either. Essentially, I believe that you should invest in the Rider Waite Smith deck if you're serious about your tarot study. But if the imagery isn't your preference, Get another, that is, and work with them together in tandem. That way, you won't be at a disadvantage and you still get the intuitive connection with your other deck if the Rider Waite Smith isn't your normal taste or your cup of tea. This might be a little too complicated for some to begin with, so if you find difficulty in that suggestion, there are some other decks that follow the Rider Waite Smith very closely but do have different imagery to them. Some other decks to try if you really can't see yourself using the Rider Waite Smith deck are the Morgan Greer Tarot deck is a lovely one that's been around since the 70s. It follows the Rider Waite Smith traditional imagery closely but has a bit more of a hippie vibe to it which I love. Again this is a very old deck by today's standards but I just love the imagery and plus it's great for a beginner as well. You might also like the Robin Wood deck, again this is an oldie but a goodie. It has a pagan aesthetic to it if you find the classic Rider Waite Smith deck too religious for you. It's a bit more inclusive like that. It's also stood the test of time and is still very popular amongst tarot readers and collectors. Now if you're a millennial, you still might find these decks a little bit old fashioned. I get it, that's totally understandable, but don't worry because I have some suggestions for you which I think you're really going to love. If you prefer some more diverse imagery, the modern witch tarot is great because while it's very similar to the Rider-Waite-Smith, it's not traditional in its gender archetype portrayals and is more inclusive to different cultural backgrounds too. It's also really cute and fun. I personally don't own this deck because I lean to more mystical and whimsical stuff, but I am considering on buying it eventually as I think it has a lot of merit and I think that its creator, Lisa Stirl, has done the tarot world a great service here, so kudos to her. Plus the imagery and symbolism is super, super simple and perfect for a beginner to start working with. Now, I couldn't talk about exclusivity in Tarot decks without mentioning the relatively new Star Spinner Tarot. This gorgeous deck marries traditionally important tarot themes with thoughtful additions for those of us that love to embrace equality and wish to celebrate sexual diversity. Its LGBTQ friendly representations of a lovers card is refreshing and important for our modern world of tarot today. It allows everybody to feel comfortable with tarot and it's a beautiful deck in its own right. Well worth a look. It also explores fairy tales and myths too, so it is a more whimsical deck with plenty on offer. Such a gorgeous deck and the artwork is styled with Art Nouveau motifs which really makes it even more beautiful. The last two decks that I'm going to recommend are ones that I definitely think deserve a mention for the beginner. The Gilded Tarot, Royale or Original Versions, is a fantastic deck that unites a modern fantasy edge with exquisite digital artwork with a Rider-Waite-Smith-themed imagery. Medieval fantasy is the theme of this deck and the artwork is stunning, a very popular deck that is a bit of a showstopper. This deck definitely oozes the mystical without being too advanced or esoteric. The symbolism is very easy for a beginner to grasp and the deck stays true to Tara's rich traditional meanings. Ciro Marchetti is a well-renowned artist and produces beautiful decks. All of his are worth a look. The last deck I'm going to mention today is the Lightseer's Tarot by Chris-Anne. This deck is what is known as an indie deck or self-published deck. Due to its popularity, it eventually was snapped up by Hay House Publishing, which is a credit to the artist. While I wouldn't recommend an indie deck to a tarot novice, If you love modern-looking decks, this is a beautiful one. It's not a fluffy pastel deck. Indeed, light and shadow are a big theme here, but it's a very positive deck all the same. In truth, it's a little bit more advanced, so if you prefer this type of imagery, I recommend that you at least combine it with the Rider-Waite-Smith deck if you are completely new to tarot. Then you'll get an idea of any meanings or symbolisms that may be a little bit ambiguous to you if you're just starting from scratch. It is based on the Rider Waite Smith meanings, but some cards can venture off a little bit. I'm talking about it today as I think everyone should have this deck. It just has such an energy and evocative emotion. It's truly one that you should think about getting, even a little bit later. As you grow as a reader, I think you'll really like it. Even though I love more whimsical and fantasy decks, this is a modern style deck that speaks to me in a very authentic way. A great addition to any collection. Well that's it from me today and I sincerely hope that you've enjoyed this episode as we explored some amazing decks and info together. I can't wait to bring you some more tarot and mystical awesomeness soon. Please feel free to reach me at Tiffany and Tarot on Facebook and Instagram for more goodness and metaphysical stuff. I hope to bring you all a new website soon too and I have even more cool projects hopefully on their way. So please stay connected and I promise it'll be fun. Until then, have a wonderful day or evening and keep shuffling those cards. And remember guys that life is as magical as we make it.